Hi, you're listening to Bits of Berlin. I'm Tam. I'm Bodo. And we're here today with Rin. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> so why have we invited Rin? Well, Rin is a cyborg, right? Yeah, at least that's what I uh, like to tell people. And what exactly is a cyborg? Uh, of course, there's lots of definitions, but like one definition is that a cyborg is um, a person uh, whose abilities and skills are like augmented by technology. And what kind of technology? <laughs> Implanted technology. Of course, otherwise, okay, otherwise we could all call ourselves cyborg. And some people, um, yeah, think that's a good idea. And they think that we are all already cyborgs because we've got our smartphones and they are part of our everyday life and so on. Why I uh, like to call myself a cyborg is because I have, for example, um, a magnet implanted. Two actually, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so I can um, feel electromagnetic waves. Like, I don't know, I can feel a hard drive spinning or when the microwave is turned on, I can, yeah. Where are the magnets? Like one is in my uh, ring finger uh, of my right hand. And there is another one on the, like, how do you call the part? The outer... The outer hand area yeah. <laughs> yeah. the edge the outer edge of my hand um yeah the one in your ring finger is it in your fingertip or where yeah, else yeah is it's it? in the fingertip okay so it must be really sensitive then i guess yeah although i'm still um i'm still checking out which one of the two is more sensitive i mean at the moment is it, it is the one in the fingertip mm -hmm. but um that's because i've had it for over a year and the other one is pretty new what difference does it make if you've had it for over a year how does it become more sensitive then i really don't know but it it is like that i mean like um when i first had the magnet like in the first weeks i didn't feel a lot i mean of course it has to heal first mm -hmm. so But I know that in the first six weeks, I didn't feel much. And I was like, this thing is not working. <laughs> <laughs> My magnet's broken. <laughs> and I think then you you kind of, I mean, of course, you also get kind of used to it, like that there's a, some sensation. But yeah, I think it's also that you develop some sensitivity there. I really don't know how it works. What kind of sensation do you feel then? It's usually like a buzzing or like a vibration. And sometimes it's, um, sometimes it's actually a pretty, uh, yeah, noticeable vibration. Like for example, with, uh, when I enter a library and they have this, this system that tries to, <laughs> tries to keep people from stealing their books. Um, then sometimes like really my fingertip vibrate so that when somebody else touches it they can feel it vibrating so magnet. if they if they touch your finger they feel your finger vibrating yeah then yeah isn't that annoying it's uh it's sometimes a little irritating like whoa what is this but usually it's funny and it doesn't happen that often okay so i guess it could be annoying if i like had to had to go through these <laughs> things like all the time but Like if you worked at a library or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But then I would probably be used to it. So Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's really interesting when I think of implanting a magnet. The first thing I, th I would uh, think of is okay. Then I can lift magnetic things with my with my finger, but I would never assume that you can actually feel stuff with the magnet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, picking up stuff is of course a nice magic trick. Um, and I've been told that I could get people to buy me beers with that, but I've I've never done that. And yeah, it's nice. Like when you open your MacBook and you have these tiny screws that you like instantly <laughs> lose, then you can just like pick them up with your finger. That'd be great. You just attach them all to your hand. While yeah, you're and and on like my friend, she uh, sues a lot, and so and she has um, like this nice wooden floor, so she was always losing all her needles, and so um, the magnet was really useful for her because now <laughs> she can always pick up the needles from the wooden floor. That's so cool. I have a magnetic necklace. Oh, can we try? Let me touch it. Like this bit here like, is magnetic. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, is. your finger totally oh, sticks to the it. magnet. <laughs> oh my God, this That's is incredible. Also funny. Oh, Whoa. Whoops. Oh. But like, like the the one in my outer hand still it still feels feels strange to put something there, but because it still hurts a little. So just to clarify, I have a necklace, and like the bit that closes it is a magnet, and Rin is now touching it to her hands, and the magnetic part is sticking to her finger and also the outside of her hand where the magnets are yeah and it also looks funny because like you can see the magnet moving inside of my oh totally hand. <laughs> <laughs> i would guess some people that was unexpected. find that kind of horrifying <laughs> oh wow yeah so that's a nice toy to play around with and it's awesome that i mean it's just a magnet in in silicone so But just by putting that in your body, you can get a new sensation. I think that's a, yeah, it's cool and it's easy to do. And they're quite small, hey? Yeah, magnets? yeah. I mean, they're, I'm like in my, the, the one in my fingertip is um, about the size of a, I don't know, a grain of rice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, small. But powerful. Yeah, I can lift, I don't know, um, Like uh, bottle caps, or let's say one bottle cap, and maybe I don't know, uh, yeah, safety pins, safety needles, uh, but that's about it. Okay, so you have this magnet in your hands to lift stuff for fun and to feel magnetic fields. Yeah. Okay. I guess you could say that. Yeah. Uh, so you could feel if, uh, if the wiring is under current or something like that? Yeah, not really. Although a friend claims that he can if it's like, if it, there's a lot of electricity, okay. like if he, I don't know, if he switches on his washing machine and the, yeah, I don't know, like all the appliances he has yeah. <laughs> in his kitchen, basically. Then he claimed he could like uh, touch the walls and know where the, uh, yeah, where the wires are. Where the wires are, but I haven't tried that yet actually, um, because I thought that it wasn't possible, and I've only heard that like two weeks ago. Mm, I should have done that. <laughs> but like, I mean, not everything has a magnetic field, and some are just too, I don't know, too small to feel. So, yeah. Okay. 
But that's not the only thing you have in your body, right? You have no. these two magnets and what else? I have also RFID chips implanted. Um, these are also like uh, very small things like in a glass uh, shell, basically, like also like the size of a grain of rice. Um, and yeah, it's just chips. Um, they have a, an ID, like just like a long string of numbers. Uh, um, and you can read them with an RFID reader and recognize them. And I can also write some data on them. But it's just like uh, 100 bytes, so <laughs> not much. Uh, so what's in this 100 bytes on your RFID chip right now? Uh, right now, actually, I think I saved something for some strange TV um for some TV show because usually then I always like do some tricks like putting the URL of their show on it <laughs> but um, the other thing is like with uh, some Android smartphones you can um, I mean they've got this NFC stuff where yeah. you can uh, add people as a contact so I usually have my contact data on it so um, if you have an NFC enabled smartphone You can uh, touch uh, my hand with it, and then you will see this pop up um, that says, "Like, do you want to add this contact uh, to your phone book?" And then you have my phone number and everything. If you yeah. just like accidentally brush up against someone's phone as well, uh, no, it, will it happen? No, it. Um, and I and actually, when you do this, sometimes you need like two tries until it really reads it. Okay, because so you're like not. you've got. I mean, this thing is tiny and. You've got the skin between it, and yeah, so no, it's not that somebody can accidentally read my phone number. Okay. okay. I mean, yeah. So, what else did you do with this RFID chip? Um, yeah, we, because like, of course, this doesn't enable me to feel anything special, and it's not really that I have like a new ability with it. So, um, a friend and I, we decided to build stuff so to hack stuff that like we can use this for so we we bought like one of these electronic safes like that you have in hotels and stuff yeah. and um like put a little arduino in it and made it so that um the safe opens when um we press our hand against it <laughs> That's so cool. So that's like where you put all your money and stuff and no one can get to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, like we, we gave a talk last weekend and we had, um, we had sweets in this, uh, safe. <laughs> so like first thing we did in the talk was like opening the safe and starting to eat the sweets. <laughs> <laughs> So you can write to it, like you can actually access it and do stuff with it. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's actually different types of tags, and some are like to some you can write, and others just have this ID. And like for something where you just need to um, authenticate like yourself, like the safe just knows the ID of um, my chip, so it's uh -huh, like okay, okay, this person is allowed to okay. open. Um, and, and yeah, we, we didn't build anything that really uses this feature that you can write and read from it. Um, yeah. And actually like the thing with the contact info is 
pretty neat, but I can't think of a lot of other stuff to do with it. Uh, yeah. But you have two of them, right? Yeah, yeah, because one is, um, there are also like different standards and different frequencies these things work on. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I've got two because we build different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. But they both have your ID in it and everything. Uh, yeah, they both are different. I have different IDs, but um, yeah, okay. I use them for different things. I also had like a little uh, reader that you can just plug into your uh, USB port at your computer and that I used to lock myself into my computer, but uh, it broke recently, so that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Now I have to enter my password again. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that... Maybe that wasn't the most useful thing, but it 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 felt pretty cool to be able to do that. Like yeah. just uh, pressing my hand against this little reader, and yeah, that'd be cool for it. like your bike lock or something, so you don't have to carry a key or your house. Or... Yeah, somebody um, did that with his uh, motorcycle, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, because with a motorcycle that you can like um, unlock and start with your hand. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have a motorcycle, so. <laughs> so and if you put the the RFID reader next to to the the, the to the the grip of your motorbike, that would be really oh, interesting. Like then you wouldn't be ah, you wouldn't even need to like touch it somewhere special. Yeah, it would just yeah, that would be cool. Hop on your bike and, and go. then go. <laughs> okay, I, I need a motorcycle. <laughs> I just realized now. <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, but it's just an RFID with a with a number on it, so it's not that safe, right? So yeah, it's not I mean everybody can can read the number. I mean, yeah, as I said, they need to come close to you and and press a reader against your hand, but then they can get this number. So it's not super safe. But yeah, keys are not that safe either. So, yeah. I guess but it okay. would be interesting to have more computer power in your hand than just this RFID thingy, right? It would be interesting to have something like some active component in my hand because yeah. like uh, both the magnet and the RFID chips are just passive parts that don't do anything really. Yeah. Um, do you have an example of something like that that you would want in your hand? Not yet. Um, I think like the next plan would actually be to just build something really stupid but kind of beautiful i think like just a silicone capsule with leds in it that light up i mm -hmm. mean it doesn't do anything no new sense no probably also no real function but it would really look cool i think so you would put an led under your skin and somehow inject energy to it and you would see The LED thingy through the skin? Can that work? Yeah, actually the plan would just be um, to really also implant a battery. Like a battery and an LED and like um, a switch to, for example, um, switch it on by moving a magnet over it or something. Okay. And then you have an LED under your skin. Are people doing stuff like that currently? Have you seen anything like that? Like the only real example of anybody implanting anything other than this magnets and RFID chips is uh, Tim Cannon. 
Um, and he had a thing called circadia implanted that was basically like an actually very big, um, thing like the size of a cigarette, um, package. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, with like, uh, some sensors and also with LEDs. So you can see LEDs through the skin and where did he implant it? Like in his arm. And okay. it really, you can Google the pictures. It looks really stupid because, yeah, as I said, it's huge. Yeah. And I think like they plan to make it smaller, but like then, I don't know, they didn't have time, whatever. They were like, okay, let's just prove that this works. Yeah. So in the meantime, he also has um, had it removed. But um, yeah, it was working for some time and he proved that it's possible. And yeah. yeah. And they had a battery in that that was um, recharged through like induction by okay. just pressing something against it. But also the battery was the main problem of the thing because um, the battery like started to uh, get bigger. Shit. It started <laughs> yeah. to get bigger? Yeah, because I don't know why. I think, uh, yeah, I think they didn't like test the whole design thoroughly enough like for... When it's heating up or something, I don't know. Ah, oh. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, I like, uh, for now, I like the simple stuff. Like, that's why I was always like, also like, let's just do, like, the next simple thing that can work and yeah. not, yeah. No. <laughs> not try to do the fancy stuff where you, like, need to uh, remove it after two weeks because yeah. you realize... Uh, It's not working. And having a cigarette box under your skin of your arm is not not that interesting, right? It's yeah, that's why um, I'm kind of not sure how. Like, I mean, f yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm uh, impressed or not because, like, yeah, it was cool that he showed. Yeah, you can do that. It was cool that he did it. But like half of the people is just like, what the fuck? Why <laughs> find like this huge thing yeah. that doesn't even do anything impressing, um, impressive, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, and how do you get the magnets and the RFID chips into your hand? What sort of procedure is that? And where do you get that done? Yeah, that's the awesome thing because they are so small. It's actually... Um, Most of them, it's just like a really big needle. Mm -hmm. um, and you go to your like body modification artist, like some piercer. Mm -hmm. um, like my first magnet was actually um, not inserted with a needle, but like just like made a small cut in the fingertip with a scalpel. And then, yeah, the magnet was put in and then like uh, stitched up with, Like, I don't know, two stitches and that's it. Um, but like the procedure with the needle is, uh, easier and it heals faster and everything. So mm. that's really just, you just put like, um, oh no, it's like just what you're forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> A band aid. Ah. A band aid. Yeah. 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 So like if you, um, have it implanted like with a needle, you just put a band aid on it and you're done. I mean, it's no, big deal really how long does it take to heal uh like of course the like the point where you like where you inserted it heals pretty fast like oh, same thing as if you like 
would have accidentally cut yourself with a wand. Ah, okay. So, um, and I think then there's like this little pocket forming in your hand mm -hmm. because the, the skin or whatever around it has to heal. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long this actually takes, but like with, uh, with the last magnet, I was told to like not play around with it for, I think, four or six weeks. Okay. So I think then it's fully healed. Okay. And how old were you when you, or like how long ago did you decide to get this done? Why did you decide to get this done? Like I've heard about these magnets, um, I don't know, I think already like five years ago, mm -hmm. but then it was still pretty experimental and um, yeah, there were still some problems. Um, so I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I met uh, this friend who had a magnet implanted, like I think that was two years ago, mm -hmm. and she was like, yeah it's awesome do it <laughs> and so i did it um because like i've uh, been into this body modification stuff already and mm -hmm. there's no i mean this is like a functional body modification something yeah. that's not just jewelry or something that just looks nice um mm -hmm. you can actually use it for stuff and yeah i really like that so like i instantly went to the next no not to the next i mean there's only like a dozen people doing this in Germany. So I went to the next uh, body mod artist who was doing it and got it. And I think that was, I don't know, one and a half years ago or something. So it all started one and a half years ago. And since then, you've gotten two RFID chips and two magnets over the course of time. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious what I will get next because um, like the magnets and the RFID chips are... I don't know. I, I know that it's not, it doesn't, uh, other people don't know that, but these are kind of pretty standard. I mean, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but that's like also, that's it when it, um, yeah, when it comes to, um, these cyborg implants, mm -hmm. there's not more. So, yeah. If I want to get, uh, another thing, I have to, build something myself or yeah. something so imagine that there were like no limits and you could do anything and all the technology was out there for you like what would you want to get i think like maybe um an artificial eye would be awesome okay although it should like really have a good fallback to my uh natural Normal eye, eye. <laughs> i mean yeah let's say it would be an augmented eye because i don't i don't want something that like when i don't have electricity or like Oh, there's some like software update, then like one of my eyes is not working. That wouldn't be fun at all. Yeah. So But, an implanted Google Glass, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that would be cool. Um, but with an ad blocker. <laughs> <laughs> But you also said you were interested in LEDs and stuff like that. And I'm wondering, LED, they are not that functional, right? So you are yeah. also interested in, in not functional... Yeah, I have to admit that's really just, yeah, for looking cool. Okay. So, um, but I mean, no, in an ideal world where I had like all the technology, of course, there would be sensors in that stuff too. Okay. And I mean, the LEDs would light up and it would hopefully mean something. I don't know. Go out of the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm happy, I'm sad, or something like that. 
Yeah, although my face does that pretty good already, <laughs> so I don't know if I needed something additional. Yeah. yeah. Is there a limit, like something you wouldn't do? Or something that creeps you out? Um, creeps me out? No, I don't think so. But yeah, I'm, I have been thinking a lot about this. Um, like our body is pretty universal. I mean, like, for example, our legs. Like, I mean, maybe I could have awesome artificial legs, like in this ideal world. Mm -hmm. But like then if I was stuck on some island and then I would rather have my natural legs because I think I don't want to start having to fix my legs and having mm -hmm. to debug the software yeah. of my legs and so on. So I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't give away any of my, uh, functional body parts, uh, to get, um, artificial ones. Mm -hmm. But you could use artificial ones that are more specialized in certain things, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's already happening, like in prosthetics. Um, like if you, uh, there are some people, I think, yeah, one is called you, her, you could, should actually totally Google him. He builds awesome artificial legs and he has, of course, um, he climbs a lot and, um, he has legs for climbing yeah. that are like, uh, really long and light and good for climbing. And mm. of course he also has legs for running and so on. But I know none of these are really as universal as our legs are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there are other fields you could enhance, for example, uh, another sense or something like that. Yeah. Um, so what, what could we possibly, possible do in that area? So you have this magnetic field detection or the. And there's also people who are trying to see, uh, ultraviolet light um, and oh, actually nice. they are trying to do this by changing their diet um, what? this is kind of a <laughs> study they are doing yeah because I forgot what it was some vitamin or something vitamin they are they I don't know they, if, they, if you change your diet you can see ultraviolet light what no that's the theory okay. but it's it's probably I, I'm afraid it's, it's probably wrong that yeah. they are trying that okay That would be cool, though, yeah, if you could see, like, other colors or yeah. something like that. That would be incredible. Infrared, yeah. ultraviolet, yeah, yeah. they're both really interesting. I actually have an acquaintance who has cochlear implants, like, for hearing. And he wants to be able to hear ultrasound. Like, he wants to be able to hear bats. Um, so, yeah, he, he built some something where he can hear this and plugs it into his uh, cochlear implants. So it actually works. Yeah, I think I I haven't uh, I I've not I'm not up to date with uh, like the state of this project. But last time I heard it kind of works. But he wants to. But now he has to plug something in. Mm -hmm. So he wants to hack these implants to do that for him. And that's yeah. that's kind of funny. I don't know how useful it is because I don't know what things bats have to tell, but. <laughs> I guess it depends on your field of study. Yeah. If you're like a bat expert, then it would help to. Yeah, you can find them. them more easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you could also like, like Look sit up. outside <laughs> in the evening with your glass of wine and be like, damn bats. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can't they like stop screaming? 
Would, yeah, you think it might be. Again, I think that like some of this stuff just might be kind of annoying. Because maybe just because I'm not used to it, like you just have to sort of become accustomed to it. It's but. just it's just a clicking noise, right? I uh, think it's I don't just know. clicking. I can't hear them. So. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just clicking. So oh, because they use it to navigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, okay, yeah, yeah. They, they, they do this click noises and then they listen to what comes back from the walls and stuff and then can try to navigate through the rooms. Echo and location. Yeah, that's the, the word for that. Yeah. Uh, okay, but it, yeah, it is pretty awesome that you would like go somewhere and be like, oh, there are bats around here and everybody around you would be like, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. For for someone who doesn't know what a cochlear implant is, what's uh, a cochlear yeah, implant? Yeah, I should have explained that. Um, like, um, yeah, it's an implant where like one part uh, is in your ear, uh, and the other half is like sits on the on the outside of your head. And for some people who um, who are deaf, it makes them here yeah and yeah it's uh i think they are also pretty adva advanced by now like yeah. uh, you can plug in your iphone and listen to music without using headphones and some have bluetooth already yeah and you and a little remote where you could like change the programs to i don't know to noisy room or to or just switch it off so yeah, and that's I think that's really cyborgy because it's really active technology in your head. I mean, they have to like remove part of your bone there yeah. to to put it in. So that's not something that you would do at your local piercer. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> I haven't asked my piercer, but I think she would uh, decline. Yeah, <laughs> she hasn't even got a bone saw. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but that's really cyborgy. So you have this technology inside your head that improves your hearing, otherwise you wouldn't hear at all. And then basically you have a computer outside of your head that can put signals into that. So the interesting thing is that you can improve your hearing in a lot of ways. You can have, a, you can add Bluetooth to that thing, so you can just put your phone in your pocket and listen to the music from your phone without oh, headphones right. and stuff yeah. like that. That's really interesting. So you you can just walk through the street and listen to music really, really loud and nobody sees actually why you're nicking your head or something like that. So what about when it comes to safety and stuff like that? Can you destroy your credit cards with your magnets in your hands? Uh, no, they are, they are too weak to do that. Uh, Yeah, fortunately. So, um, yeah, no. I think I've heard that you can, like, destroy your credit card with the, the magnets you have sometimes, like, in, in handbags, like, for closing them. Oh. But I think I'm, that already sounds kind of strange to me because I think the magnet would have to be really strong. I don't yeah. know. But no, it doesn't work. And what about the hospital? Ah, yeah, there's this one thing, um, about when you, um, need to get an MRI, uh, then that might be a problem because, I mean, usually you can't go in there with anything that's magnetic, right? Yeah. So, but there's one guy who did it and who, who had a magnet in his hand and he said, yes, it, it 
kind of felt hot and <laughs> it moved and it was not exactly a nice feeling, but he was alive and it wasn't ripped out. But was other like people, but other people say it might be ripped out. And yeah. So uh, a friend of mine had to have his magnet removed. Um, yeah. Because of that. But yeah, I mean, I will just think about that when, yeah. This happens, and then I will be like, I'm sorry, guys, before you can stick me yeah. in there, you have to cut this thing out. What's But that? I'm sure that's normal anyway, like if people have like pins in their knee or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all kinds of people have yeah. usually, metal in their bodies these yeah. days. Artificial hips and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, usually these are not uh, ferromagnetic, right? Oh, maybe if they're really old. But I think yeah. the new stuff is all Titan or whatever. Mm, okay. yeah, yeah, right. Okay. But yeah, usually the people at the hospital should be able to tell you i mean they hopefully might, <laughs> they might be like you have what yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> would actually be uh, i'm actually kind of excited to like one day see the faces <laughs> of yeah but that's people. the only thing in a hospital that could be not that safe right Other yeah as far as is, i know yeah And what about um, at the airport, going through airport security and stuff like uh, that? That doesn't do anything either. And I think like you've got, I think you already have like uh, other small parts of metal in, yeah. like in your jeans. Um, and also you can go through these metal detector yeah. things with like one cent in your mm. pocket. Yeah. And I actually also went through some of this, like this tetrahertz scanner what yeah. was it called body scanner yeah. thing oh, yeah. recently and they didn't see anything oh. it was kind of disappointing <laughs> so i have a friend who is pierced a lot and he always removes all his piercings before flying because of this uh, metal detector stuff that must be so annoying to yeah do, that's though. really annoying like when you say a lot it's like approximately how a many? lot <laughs> <laughs> okay It's in the, I think it's, it's clearly about 50, I think oh nearly God. 100, something But like I think that. it's also about the individual size because like the usual small rings, uh, they can't detect that. But like if you have these awesome bigger rings. Yeah. 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 And yeah, of course, so then you don't want to like yeah. explain. Various sizes. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But the, 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 the magnets are Too small for the detector? Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm curious how this will be if I ever get anything else, like also the LED thing, because I mean, maybe then they will be like, is this a bomb? <laughs> And I will be like, I would be very stupid <laughs> carrying a bomb like that. But yeah, that might become a problem later, but it's not a problem right now. You'd have to have like a note from your piercer or something explaining what's going on. Yeah, but I don't know if that would like impress <laughs> Airport <laughs> security. I don't know. Um, so if someone wants to find out more about um, the cyborg community and how to go about doing this, what sort of things should they look for on the internet? Um, here in Berlin, there is a group of people who actually founded um, like what's called a Verein in Germany. <laughs> Um, like about the whole cyborg stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and they meet regularly, I think every second Monday at Seabase. So that's one thing. And the website is called, uh, I mean, it's cyborgs.cc. So there's some info on there. And if you like want to meet real people, 
I'm not there regularly, but um, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I have a, a like a micro site about this magnetic implant stuff, but it's mm. just in German. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, magnetimplantat.de. Okay. So that's uh, that's that. your website. Yeah, okay. and other than that, you should just Google for. <laughs> magnetic implant and then and then ignore all the search results that are about like dental magnetic implants because obviously <laughs> that exists too ah, okay um and like and then tim ken that who i mentioned is part of a group of hackers in pittsburgh and their like whole thing is called grindhouse wetware uh that's also a place to go to learn about their projects and also to look at the pictures of this secret package-sized implant. <laughs> um, yeah. I Is think. there like a large community in Europe for this? Do you know, or in Germany, or not really? I mean, I think the German community is still pretty small. Um, yeah, I would guess that I know all the people. <laughs> um, and. And also, I mean, in um, in Spain, there's uh, Neil Harrison. He is um, colorblind and uh, has a little thing on his head that translates colors to sounds. So, um, how does what? How does that work? It's just like it has a camera and okay, uh, like on his glasses or. Um I don't actually. I don't know how he attaches it to his head, but like he wears it all the time. And, mm -hmm. uh, and oh, and there are some interesting uh, talks by him about this. Um, okay, that's like just Google Neil Harbison. Yeah. Um, you will find like a cool talk. Mm -hmm. I think also from last year's uh, Republica, where he explains like how this works and some interesting stuff about this sensation that yeah that he hears colors um hmm. but like that's about it for the european cyborg scene if something okay. like that would exist um, okay so the rest happens in the u.s okay so it's easier to get someone that actually does implants in the u.s than in europe or Yeah, also, because, like, the whole uh, implanting magnet stuff comes uh, originally from Steve Hayworth, who is an American body modification artist. So when I want to have an implant in Europe, there are only a few places where I, where I can go? Yeah, I've and I, like, yeah, you can basically go to just these body modification places where they do like let's say regular implants okay um and yeah like if you want to do this in germany there's like some cool uh shops listed on the magnet implantate okay. site that i mentioned um yeah because there are only listed the ones where i know that they're cool <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah but like for for everything more fancy yeah you need to go to people who do like this real silicone implants with okay. like yeah cutting open and stitching and everything so that's not something you want to do like at the guy in your small city who pierces all the girls belly buttons <laughs> <laughs> So 
So one of the segments we're going to have in our podcast is to mention a couple of events that are coming up in the next few weeks that we think might be of interest to our listeners. So one of them that fits in really well with our topic today is the Augmented Reality Glasses Showcase and Hackathon. Uh, it's on Thursday, July 17th, and it is at Immobilian Scout 24. Um, and yeah, you have to register for the event um, beforehand, but you get to try out Google Glass and all kinds of cool things. So um, check that out. And another event is the Strange Group. The Strange Group is aimed at those interested in emerging programming languages and alternative technologies and software. And they meet at SoundCloud in the new office of SoundCloud on the 17th of July at 19.30. So if you're interested in an introduction to Rust or into towards a point freestyle JavaScript, you can go there and listen to the talks there. So both is next Thursday, so you have to decide Rust or Google Glass. Yeah. Yeah. Hard decision. Or maybe you can try both because the hackathon is during the day and then afterwards you can go to the strange group meetup at SoundCloud. It's a busy day. Yeah, it's a really busy day. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. So thank you for listening to our very first podcast. Well, our second one, but our first long podcast with a guest. So... Thank you for listening, and Rin, thank you for joining us again. Yeah, it was fun to be here, and yeah, I will listen to all your um, future <laughs> episodes. I'm already a fan. Aww. And if you like the episode, go to iTunes and say that you like it and rate it, because we need that. Yeah, and follow us on Twitter. We're at Bits of Berlin. Go to our website, bitsofberlin.org. Email us at... Mail at bitsofberlin.org. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.